We are the singer and the hypnotist. We're here because we want you to join us. Together, we will assist each other on our journey to be more persistent and consistent, holding each other accountable to reach all of our goals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is the singer and the hypnotist. Yes, I, I am the hypnotist. <laughs> make that joke every time and i'm the singer <laughs> oh man um yeah i'm yeah, the man. singer he's the hypnotist those are our passions our mm-hmm. livelihoods it's who we are so we are yeah it's our identity it is yeah. it is it is our brand because it we both actually i got the idea for saul the singer obviously from hadlin the hypnotist all right yeah well and i got that from cedric the entertainer and uh chance the rapper chance the rapper right so you know just goes down just, we're all borrowing spreads yeah. we're all borrowing we're all sharing mm-hmm. i feel that yeah man yeah so what do you got going on lately since the last time we went live um i've been doing a lot more film uh live off the floor recording stuff mm-hmm. so actually having people in this space that we're standing in right now right and just replacing our voices with uh beautiful singing voices and uh i and instruments and in instruments music. yes yes that's something that's like a deep passion of mine i do live sound for a living so even like last night i was at the open mic uh at the capitol which is a wonderful jam in town and if if you haven't been to that jam uh, you should definitely show up because it's it's a surprising amount of uh, talent and heart packed into one night. I need to go to one of these. You need to go. I've gone, I think, like once ever. You got to go, man. It's the fact that it's free and that that kind of talent shows up is, is a big deal in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's cool. So... Uh, yeah, I was doing live sound at that last night and like, I love, I love doing live sound and there's just the, the audio quality is not always there because you, there's so many factors to it. So there's more troubleshooting and there's more like, there's less satisfaction for me. Right. Right. I, it's like, okay, I make it. The environment is controlled, but all of a sudden there's people and cell phones and all this and that that affects it. Right. Yeah. And people, a lot of the times, aren't totally paying attention, which I find kind of really, it does affect my job. If everyone's in, in the room chatting, then I feel like less like, ah, oh, you know, I, I feel kind of bad or something. I feel like, ah, I'm not, I want people to be paying attention to these musicians because these musicians are stellar. But of course, at a bar, you're not always going to pay attention. That's obviously normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of what a bar really is. People go there to socialize. People go there to, exactly, to socialize and get lost and escape, you know? Yes, I do know. Yeah. Uh, I do. I really know. I work in bars. Yeah. <laughs> I really fucking know. <laughs> so doing live sound there, like I, re- like I said, I really enjoy it. But then um, being able to put a microphone on, put, it, put microphones on a band that I love in a controlled environment and then hearing that back and watching the video, there's something just so special about that to me. So it's something, it's a passion of mine. I love mm-hmm. doing lava floor stuff. Yeah, man. And I've heard your work, like recording in this space. And it's, I, I can't tell the difference between that 
and something that was professionally mastered. Like, I mean, obviously it's professionally mastered here, but like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I know a, like, a, like a $20,000 a day studio, something like that. Like I can't hear the difference. <laughs> that's the trick. That's, that's, that's the trick. magic. That's, that's the, the magic. magic. Yeah. Saul was saying earlier, he's got like all these audio devices. They all add a little bit of magic to our voices, make them sound a little better. Yes, they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. And, uh, and what about you? What has been happening with you lately? Oh, uh, well, actually on Sunday, I went up to Lloyd Minster for a, a really late night show for their Christmas party. Yeah. And it was a bar Christmas party. So yeah, worked in a bar for a bit there. Yeah. Did two hours of magic going around group to group, but the drive there was terrible. Like I shouldn't, I should not have driven that at all. Honestly. Welcome to Saskatchewan, land of frightening drives. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't care. But right now, it's just like, man, I just feel like I'm. I feel like I'm too old to just not care on the road. Whereas a younger me wouldn't have cared if I like went in the ditch. So what's what's the difference? Been, what's what's I changed? I don't know. I'm just more. I just don't want to be injured. I think I've been injured a lot, and I just don't want that uh, so that's, to happen again. That's, I don't know. That's the main fear is the injury or maybe just de- oh dealing with the car maybe. I- yeah, and all that time of like if you did somehow go off the road and yeah. wreck your car, then it's like yeah, you're spending so much time, even though it would probably be covered by insurance, just the fact that you got to spend the time to take your car in to get appraised, and then all of a sudden that's like four days worth of work. Yeah, And I live. I don't know. I'm, I guess, yeah. I time guess if time we, is money. We back it up. That's exactly what it is. It's about the time. It's about being able to work as much as possible because I know in order to get to where I want to be, I have to put in X number of hours. That's legit though. So every time I don't put in hours a day towards my goal, I feel like I'm losing out. I'd say that's, uh, that is a healthy growth to have gone through in in your older older age <laughs> yep your old age old age oh no. my god <laughs> <laughs> with your receding hairline yeah man it <laughs> really is it really is sorry don't don't point attention to that's why yeah, this is care. a podcast you guys can take a look if you want just go embrace to, it go to the video it's 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 like a it's like a five head you know usually nice. usually it's four mine's five maybe even six <laughs> so so tell me about that. You 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 tell me that you told me this morning that you're actually gonna embrace that. Yeah, I uh, come this spring slash summer. I'm probably just gonna shave it all off and first of all donate my hair to yep. someone that can use it yep, better, yep. and then at the same time just fully embrace what the brand will be going forward, which is I don't had, first of all had in the the hairless. <laughs> First of all, I've seen guys with long hair who are balding and it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Right? Especially like oh, I'm, I'm the balding, the balding oh. long hair magician. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely don't want to be that guy. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. So and like also just like looking at other successful people, they some of them will have cut their hair or keep their hair the same way because that's part of their brand. So then when you see pictures of them from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it's all congruent. It's all right. 
the same. Right. So it just, it matches their brand and they're, they're recognized easier because of that. Yeah. So I guess I'm looking right now more so for that image that you could like, you could take and you could create a caricature and be like, Hey, that's Hadlin. Yeah. I guess I'm looking for that. Consistency. Like you want to find. So maybe it's, maybe it's the long hair. Maybe I just like make a bunch of money and then just drop this forward. Like LeBron James, you know, (laughs) is that a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can look it up. There's like so many uh, photos and videos of like his hairline, just like super, uh, what's the word? It's just like, he's missing a bunch of hair and it's very, very, very light and patchy. But now all of a sudden he's a very strong hairline, right? Bro. But he's also like, he's got tons of money so he can afford that. Just hair implants? Probably. Bro, I could figure that out. We could go. We could YouTube that. <laughs> we could do it right over here. Yeah, yeah we got room. Offer that as another service. Exactly. We're looking to branch out here into as much as possible hair extensions. <laughs> it's my next move. There we go. Yeah. That I don't. I'm not gonna trust you with that though. I'm sorry. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, so are are you actually gonna shave the whole thing off? Yeah. Shave. Yeah, Bic. The whole thing. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'll just grow it back after that. I don't wow. know. But the thing is, I see that that's actually one of the reasons why I grew my hair mm-hmm. is because I've never had long hair and I didn't know what it looked like. I and I needed to know. I like both. I've you know I've obviously seen the pictures in our door or my hallway here down to my house room mm-hmm. office whatever this is uh, is littered with all of like Hadlin's like wonderful posters and. And I'm gonna add mine as I get some posters. <laughs> but you can see all of the progression of my hair throughout the years. <laughs> Ooh, yes. You see, it's well, a, a hall of fame of Hadlin's hair. See, if you look right over there in the monitor, mm-hmm. and I lean back, you can already see what I would look like bald. Yeah. See, I don't even have to lean that far, and then all of a sudden my hair disappears. I like it with the facial hair. Yeah, I actually this is new too. Like I think I'm gonna. I like just it. Keep going with the facial hair. I'm a, obviously I'm a fan of obviously. facial obviously. hair. Obviously, yeah. um, it like I I am a little bit baby face without it. I'm like a like a '70s rocker baby face. There you go. <laughs> I think I like to think. We are also still pretty young. I am. True. You are too, though. And I'm Asian, so like, wow. If I shave this, I look like I'm 12. <laughs> Yeah, but that's part of that's a really big twelve year old. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. Oh. Hey guys. Oh. How's it going? I'm twelve. I'm Adlin, the magician. <laughs> um I forgot what I was gonna say. That's okay. Do you ever do that? Oh yeah. Every day. Every second. All the time. Every moment of every day. Yeah, we were just talking something similar about that before where it's like, you know, you forget what you're talking about, but you send out this like search query in your brain right and then your brain starts to think and try to find that information that you're thinking about and then all of a sudden at some random time throughout the day it just pops into your head you weren't even thinking about it yes we were like we have acquired the information that you requested (laughs) the dial-up loads yeah (laughs) all right it's been long enough here you go (laughs) yeah man (laughs) human mind so so awesome human mind and so mysterious Yes. In like so many different ways. Can you call it the human mind or the human everything? 
I don't know. You could sometimes you could call the body the mind, not just the mind. You know. Okay. Because well, because like our gut, we now know that our gut is like our second brain. Like if you have an unhealthy gut, that really mm. affects your thinking and your decision making. Okay. So having like there's a all your different organs sort of try, uh, relate to different emotions that you go through. So don't know. I don't know the exact again. Mm-hmm. I gotta I feel like I gotta. It's great. The podcast makes me feel like I gotta start studying more because I always get to these moments. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know enough. <laughs> Almost. Hey, I know that just, just say what you do. That's yeah. true. It's true. But I can understand that how that can communicate. But like for me, I feel like that is a tool that your brain is using, and it's your brain's it, a tool. Your brain is getting energy from here, and if it's bad energy, like a bad stomach, bad stuff, then it. Yeah, you think. But your brain just properly. your brain just literally reacts to the signals, right? Yeah. That so the brain is a tool. That actually these are where the stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your brain is just reacting to what what's happening in all these things. Right. So if you could just trick your brain into thinking it was <laughs> then you're good. Yeah. Then <laughs> you're good to go. All right, brain hacks, aka get hypnotized. Yeah hypnotize i have so i have a song where i in the song i have like a really i a breakdown in it and every time i do the breakdown the first word i'm i i say it's hypnotizing it's hypnotizing to me and every time you say hypnotizing that part just goes in my head that's cool i should give you that sound bite because that would be a good like intro intro for you because it's actually like it's a sweet breakdown too i'm down Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I don't know. Have I told you before? I have like this list. Oh, it's, it's on, it's on the phone that we're using as a monitor to see the feed. But anyways, on that phone, I have like hundreds of different uh, song titles and timestamps, mm. as well as TV shows, movies where they say or sing words that pertain to my brand. That's and a- I have no idea what I'm doing with it yet. I just have a bank that I'm, adding to every day i think who knows i think that's a great thing to do though like to me that's what the notes are for in your phone is is like for me i'll exactly i'll have a random thought it's like i gotta write this random thought down and then lots of times there's so many things that i've wrote written down in my phone and i don't look at like there's stuff that i haven't looked at for years but then i'll pull it up a year later a fucking year later like a poem or something and then all of a sudden i'm like reflecting on it too because in that moment i'm kind of like ah like this is good or whatever like Mm -hmm. but then a year later i'm like holy shit this was the most brilliant poem i've ever written and then you know i can turn that i can translate and i can turn that into a song right so i think it's about capturing all the time 100 percent, yeah and it's awesome to have this tool where we can just literally whip it out and jot something down you don't need a pen and paper yeah but there is something about that pen and paper there is just like it there locks is. into your brain better and yes. deeper. And I, so I use pen and paper in a, a few different ways. Like I, I health, healthily rotate between both, I find, where let's say like there's times where I'll have an idea for a song or I'll have an emotion. Like I'll, maybe I'll get home from work one night mm-hmm. and I got inspired by the person who played and I'm also feeling this emotion and sort of having these thoughts. And in that moment, I'm kind of like, Today I'm writing or like in this moment, I can tell that I'm going to sit down and write a full song 
So at that moment, when I have that feeling, that's when I grab the piece of paper, the pen, because I know I'm going to start to finish, um, draw out a concept. Mm. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Whereas if I, if it's kind of like a tingle of something, it's like an idea. Right. Cause a lot of times I won't have the time or the attention span, to be honest, to sit down and write the full thing or my critical nature sometimes gets in the way. And that's something I'm really working on in my life right now. I'm trying to wake up every day and say, today I will not judge anything that occurs. I'm trying to fucking say that every day because I want to stop judging things. It's not, I'm not the, I'm not the judge. I'm not the fucking great. This is right. This is wrong guy in the world like that. I don't get to decide that. That's just a fact. So I need to start letting go of that. Mm. But sometimes, yeah, I'll get in my own way of songs which is really annoying. But when I know I'm like, yeah, like I got an idea, then that's when I go to the phone and I'm like, here's, a, here's just a quick concept. Maybe I can get into it, but then I might, you know, uh, edit my words as well. Whereas the paper is more like, this, these are the fucking words. I'm not scratching these words out. Mm-hmm. I know for right. sure. Right. right. And it's more like concrete. You put it, you put pen to paper, shit is concrete. That's what I feel. Okay. That's what I feel. That's how that's how you've linked it in your mind. Yeah, exactly. Nice. That's the translation. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So would you use like a an Apple pencil on an iPad? Would that be the same or still different? I think that would be different. Still different. In my mind, because I actually use like a a fountain pen, like an ink. Mm-hmm. Uh I I buy when you dip. There is, <laughs> I like those, but I have a new age one that you buy cartridges and you load into there. So okay, it's the yeah. same. It's the fine tip one like that you dip, but just with a more modern take on it so that I don't, I'm not dipping all the time. Right. Because I mean, that'd probably be a cool process. That'd make a real good video. You're right. And we can do that. I'm down. Hey, Matt, like, yeah. Because you have like that really old light. Yeah. Even candle light, light and like, yeah. Buy an old journal, like mm-hmm. one of those old paper ones. Exactly, and like dress you up as if it was like the 30s. Wear a feather like, hat. Sure. You pull the feather out and start writing with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. But because I write with that uh, ink, like I really feel, and that's why I like that ink. That's why I bought that ink. It's because I really feel the permanence of putting pen to paper. Mm. When I write, there's something so satisfying about it. And I actually do... So I do the more permanent thing, but I also do something called the morning pages every every day. Yeah, right yeah. there. That's my bit. That's my that's my shit. That's my bread and butter. Every morning, first thing, the whole idea with it is it's completely stream of consciousness. It actually comes from a book. Uh, dang it, I forget the name of the book, but it's a. I'll have to figure it out for next podcast. But it's a really, really, it's basically to help you work with your creative self. Because we all through society really like, uh, we we make ourselves suffer creatively. There's a lot that we could be doing to free it up. And this is a whole process of that. And basically the biggest thing that I took from that process was the morning pages. And that's first thing in the morning. No, you don't, you don't call someone, you don't turn on your phone, nothing. You go right to the morning pages and you write two pages, stream of consciousness, you just what do you mean by stream of consciousness just like what comes to your mind exactly so literally the first thing hey what's up noeed thank you for all the likes man yo noeed we got got a lot of people in here we do 
the artist's way. Thank you. Thank you, mom. That's my mom. Oh. With the fucking boom. <laughs> so the artist's so that's way. The the that's the name of the book, The nice. Artist's Way. Okay. And and it's on a, it's a 12-week program, I'm pretty sure. It's intensive. I actually never made it through it because it's it's intense. It's you write a contract when you start it and you're like to yourself. To yourself. Okay. So the first page of my morning pages is a contract to myself that I didn't fulfill. Sorry. Sorry, self. It's okay. I forgive you. But in the, <laughs> I forgive you. But in the future, I would actually love to do it because like what it takes you through, there's a lot of sort of like um, going into your past and trying to heal those things that like mm-hmm. you don't know that are holding, holding you back. So going into that, like it, it's good. Artist way. Look that shit up. But morning if, pages. Yeah. What if you like, you, so it's 12 weeks. What if you wrote your contract, but you did every every day of the 12 weeks on video as like a vlog style slash piece of content for your YouTube or something? I mean, that's ultimate accountability. Yeah, exactly. That's what I use. Honestly, that's what I think we both use the internet for, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, that's why in a, in a sense, that's why we're doing this podcast as well as like, that's why I do uh, the Freestyle Fridays which is 60 for me that's 60 seconds every friday where i kind of improvise and i bring in other artists so it's non uh there's no pressure on it but every week i have to put it out right mm-hmm. so having that pressure so yeah saying doing there's, yeah there's no pressure and pressure it's a nice balance between the two it is and keeps you accountable and keeps you keeps on keep on moving and a vlog every day that would be intense well i mean if it was just as simple as that yeah you know it could be maybe just like you writing it yeah and then you could maybe just recite it to the camera even yeah doesn't have to be anything crazy yeah mm-hmm. i'm just i'm Ooh. just thinking of, a, of ways to <laughs> to get you going with the, the full 12 weeks and that's fair i don't know maybe we both do it it's it's not just the morning pages though it's like <clears throat> there's um yeah it's a full book and there's something like you do these different programs. There's something called the artist date. So I think it's once a week. You you have to take a date with yourself. Okay. So you like go on a coffee date or um, go for a nice walk along the river or something. Like it's you're taking you time and you're doing what you would do. I think the idea is like when you fall, you're falling in love with somebody. You want to you want to get to know them and you take them out on a date and right. you ask some questions. I like so it's exactly that. You just apply that to yourself. You're just like, that's cool. I want to get to know myself the same as I would get to know somebody I'm falling in love with. Right. And then you just fall in love with yourself because you're like, oh, you ask yourself those questions. Which is super important because you need to, you need to first of all, love yourself and believe in yourself in order to be able to accomplish anything. Anything. Bare bones. That's. I think a really important place to start and even as simple as going and applying for like a job. Oh yeah. You know, if you don't believe in yourself, the interviewer will know the GM will know and they're like, can't hire you. They may not consciously know, but subconsciously. Exactly. Right. And that's, and that's something like being a, being an, uh, an aware person, I guess, um, having an awareness of people and where they're at. And working in bars, I'm so aware of who walks in and who I know who loves himself. And I know day by day, week by week. Last night in particular, everybody loved themselves a bit more than normal. Hmm. Straight up. 
not going to lie. Everybody was the people who I normally have a little bit of, I read them, we both, because people, we feed off of each other. So if you, if you came down here today and you had a little bit of animosity or something, like something in you that you felt like today you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, I, you'd walk down, I'd feel that, and then I'd be able to see that, and I'd also react to that. So I'm constantly at work, people come to me, and I know that day whether how real they're being with me, whether they're being genuine, like they woke up on the right side of the bed, they feel great. And last night, everybody was so weirdly genuine. And like they, they had great days or great weeks. They were in love with themselves. Our conversations flowed so naturally because, and that's just how I am. Like I'm a reactor. So I always, it's something probably I need to work on in my life because it's good to maybe create your own energy and try to push, but it's impossible. People, I don't know. I just react to other people's energy always. So you walk up and whatever you're feeling in that moment. So if you're feeling great, then we have such a wonderful flowing conversation. But if, you're, if you have any insecurity in you, if you don't love yourself today, my shit reads that and I'm like, oh shit, how do I, can I help this person like lift that up? That's awesome. Let's dude. go. You're, you're, you're basically a mentalist. And like you use your intuition and your intuition is very strong. Yeah. And you, you're just very open to receiving energy from everybody. Yeah, which is really cool, which yeah. is another reason why I just want to be around that type of energy and learn from you. Well, same. Exactly the same, dude. I know that's why we get along. And like when I met you, that's what I felt instantly. Again, like being able to read that, that's it felt like mm, there's more there's more to this dude than the normal thing. And yeah. then when I watched you do a show and I filmed I film I went and I filmed that one show, mm. that's when I knew. I was like, mm, this motherfucker has done a lot of work, a lot of work. And he might not even know what he's done. Like there's stuff, yeah. there, there's stuff that he's <laughs> doing that maybe he doesn't know exactly. Like maybe you don't, you don't know what it's defined as maybe in necessarily in my world kind of thing. And same, like you just said, oh, you're doing mentalism, right? So same, like we're both doing shit yeah, that exactly. we're like, oh, <laughs> we just do this. It just comes naturally. It just happens. Or... Yeah, exactly what you're saying. Just it, it's coming. You're just working on it, not knowing what it's called. And yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, me too. So what's next, man? I think we're the next episode is what Monday. Monday, we're Monday. We're I think because we're trying. We're just trying different things right now. Yeah, right. Because we're doing live on the Facebook, so we don't know what the right time is. So if there's anybody out there, if you're listening afterwards, if you're listening right now. Um, if you do have a preferred time of the week, throw it up because right now we're just honestly, we're open to whatever we're trying to figure out because our we're very blessed that we run our own sort of schedules for yep. the most part, which is awesome. It's, it's pretty awesome because when we want to schedule something, we can pretty much make it work. Yeah. We can just like, okay, well, we have this project that we're working on, but we're doing it from home so we can just do it before or do it after yeah you can make the time and yeah all like al that although i will say we're both very like mm -hmm. we have all that time but we fill that time up because exactly we both have a lot of projects that we're trying to get started up yeah i'm not saying we delete what we're doing no we, we either we just like switch it so instead of doing it earlier we do it right after yeah 
yeah like there's we only have 16 hours in a day to do stuff when you say only uh i i feel like it's i feel like we have that's a lot of hours it is when you you know that's i was going through life i wasn't really thinking about it and then you said that to me the other day actually you said well you've you know you got 16 hours in the day and i was like fuck there's hat there's hadlin with one of those little quick little you know like someone's nuggets yeah exactly someone says something and you're just like oh and it just clicks that clicked it was like I got 16 hours in this day. Like, how am I, why am I not getting all the things done that need to, need to be getting done? Yeah. Like, if you look at someone like Elon Musk, he spends a full time shift at Tesla and I think SpaceX. Yeah. Every day. So he does his full time eight hours at one, full time eight hours at the other somehow and then still has like all these other businesses behind the scenes and and does he have a family yep 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 he does uh, th- wait actually i don't know but i think I, he I think has he a does. wife or no he was dating a musician who uh he's dating some music i don't know if he is anymore see that's where we need like an extra like tech person to just like quickly look shit up it and then just like yes an overlay on this that would be cool <laughs> that would be I think cool in future episodes we should maybe look into something like that yeah uh, yeah or or alexa hey alexa hey. show what is elon apart <laughs> actually is elon married <laughs> true i have or or google or, or we just call up elon oh yeah yeah like let me just grab my phone i have his... <laughs> we got his number right or tweet him. Tweet him. Hey, you respond to that? Please. Please. This is, we're doing a podcast right now. We need this we answer, need answer right now. now. <laughs> also, if you could hop on the podcast and then just let us know. Oh, imagine. <laughs> oh, my God. Just like just like our third episode. <laughs> Elon, hey, guys. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah, That'd that be would real be. crazy. That would be. So, but there's no difference. We are. We are. Yeah. We are Elon. Same well, caliber of people. Sure. <laughs> I think he's a like fake, an alien, honestly. You make it. Yeah. <laughs> Just I don't he, I, he's an anomaly. I don't like people. I don't like to go into that thinking pattern of thinking because I don't think anybody's limiting yeah, thinking, right? Nobody's right. an anomaly right. to me. You're right. I don't put anybody like any anybody who's done anything, I'm just like, I haven't worked hard enough mm-hmm. to get that. Right, because yeah, we're all capable of the exact same thing rocket as long as you put in the right amount of practice and the correct type of practice and yeah work ethic yeah and like you can google how to learn things like there's efficient ways to learn things you can learn in a in a in a good way so if you really want to learn something yeah like a language you can learn a new language in three months exactly like actually i should know so many languages by now but and and that's just something that like is added to your resume it's not like if you can go and do a magic show or a hypnotism show in like spanish yeah well see and that's the thing like my magic show and same thing goes with music yeah like that is yeah something that just goes around the world yeah doesn't matter if they understand the, the words in it right in the music it's all about the performance the performance yeah. exactly but on the flip side, if I do a hypnosis show yeah. and they don't understand what I'm saying, yeah. it doesn't work. No. At all. No, you're right. So and 
And I mean, I'm very blessed to live in North America, speak English and live in a world that is like, yay, English is the winning language. <laughs> so I'm lucky in that sense that like, you know, I put out a song and everywhere in the world, they'll either know English or even if they don't even know English, I don't know. They just like. Yeah, well, even like right now, the top 50, there's like 10 songs that are Spanish. That has been happening. You're right. And yeah. it's funny. It's funny that our culture, because for so long it was like we whitewashed the world. Now the reverse is happening. The pendulum is swinging back. And mm. that, what, because literally that whitewashed culture, whatever, whatever you want to call it, I don't know the correct terminology, but that culture became sort of uncool. Like I grew up not totally not that it's a weird way to put it but i grew up kind of being like i don't really want to be white in a sense mm. because of all the things that are attached to that that sort of culture and culturelessness like there's not much culture in being white in in my white anyway and that that was always something that i was like ah like i'm i'm jealous i'm jealous of people who have rich culture and have uh like family gatherings that are I don't like know. super potlucks yeah like for instance when i was growing up every time it was one of the the kids the cousins birthdays yeah even the aunties and uncles every time there was a birthday which was you know a couple times a month everybody would go to that house and have a giant potluck and that was like every All couple the, weeks damn so you're yeah. super close with family that's there was there was like kind of that, but it yes and no in our family. But I guess I've defined it now. What I'm sort of trying to say is that, like, I look at First Nations culture, and that's a culture I really respect because there is a lot of respect for nature, and there's saging, and there's all these different elements of First Nations culture that I always thought like. I look at people who grew up. Um, with a healthy connection to like an old school version of that culture. So they had a grandpa or something that sort of taught them those things. Right. And I always thought like, wow, that would have been really cool to grow up and have those sort of traditions mm, where you're, you have those cultural roots because I grew up with nothing like that, which maybe in the end I got to find my own sort of combination of things, maybe in a way that, it didn't limit me maybe to one sort of belief. Right. I got to experience all of them and sort of pick and choose. So I was going to say that I would not be able to pick that up from you now. True. Knowing you now. True. There's, there's no way that I would have known that Fair. unless you told me. Fair. Like, I feel like just the way you are and as, who you are now is like you grew up that way the whole time. You Fair. Know what I mean? Fair. I just paid a lot of attention. It was important to me. Mm -hmm. Like I said, even like that example of First Nations culture, like it's always been, I've looked at it and I've just respected the hell out of it. And the way, to me, respect is the biggest thing. And anybody, anybody in this world who has a general respect, like if you just respect people, you respect mm -hmm. nature, you respect the environment, stuff like that, like that's, those are people who I'm inclined to and drawn to. And that just, goes through your life like you're respectful you're truthful like you don't take the shortcuts mm. right 
We know, we know people yeah, like that. We know the shortcuts. We know those we know. shortcuts. <laughs> and maybe they're very enticing. But... They're enticing. And maybe we've been there as well, mm-hmm. right? But we, I think we're both at a place now where we understand that the truthful, honorable way is the only way. And it takes as long as it takes. And you just respect everybody and you give everybody, you know, what they deserve. And exactly. Yep. Just keep going. Yeah. Yep. Being true to yourself is the most important thing. It is. Yeah. That should be the name of this episode. Being true like to yourself. That. Yeah. Is the most Love, important loving thing. Loving yourself. Loving yourself. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like it. We just got the name. Got the name. You were <laughs> you were witness to the name creation. Of episode three. Episode three. Which I'm just gonna grab the laptop so we can tell everybody where the podcast can be heard. That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Bye, Adam. I feel See like you. it's just it's just awesome. It is. I'm it's I just wanna quickly thank everybody for showing up or listening to this afterwards. Um I think Yeah, and all our listeners as well, because we're on we're on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Booyah. Like you can listen to this on any of those platforms and you can work out, you can go on your daily walk your daily commute and you can listen to our podcast yeah i uh i i personally listen to podcasts every single day on on spotify so Mm -hmm. and and your music's on spotify as well yeah my music is on spotify i haven't done uh my solo account yet but uh i'm getting on that but it's under saul and reed right now but yeah i think I think right now we're just sort of experimenting with this podcast and we're going to start to have yep. guests right now. And we don't, in a way, we don't know our, I'd said we don't know our identity yet, but we do know that I think we're here to, uh, we, we call this like our, something we majorly relate on is what we call the persistence game. Yeah. And, and that's something that you and I are firmly grounded in. That, that's the game we're playing. That's it. Above above everything, we are extremely persistent in whatever we do. And for us, there's an end goal. We And it's not our focus. Like, we love the process. Like this right here, just making this podcast. This is the stuff we love, is the day-to-day. And to me, that's the recipe for long-term success, is loving what you do day-to-day. But I think perspective... And that persistence is why we're here. And we just want to bring that and share that and hopefully give whoever's listening or watching an opportunity to spur some new thoughts in their in their life and uh, motivate them in, in whichever way maybe they need today. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, man. The persistence game is just like being persistent, consistent, and just going through anything yeah anything that draws you back doesn't matter just smash right through it smash keep going. Through. persist through well we were just talking about this the other day where um who the the guy who made the soup for the soul or chicken chicken oh, yeah. noodle yeah, soup yeah. for the soul or whatever and he he actually got rejected a hundred times before he got a yes and then he became a national sensation with those but it's like if you could if you could talk to that guy at 50, 50 no's and you could be like, hey, bro, guess what? You get to 100 no's, you're going to get a yes. 
and you're going to fucking super succeed. Well, then every time that guy fails, it's no longer like, oh, fuck, I'm failing. It's, right. it's like, I'm failing. Only I'm closer. 50 more failures. Yeah. Let's go. So if you can flip that perspective and know that like failing mm-hmm. is important. Fear, challenging your fear and hit, hitting the ground, that's where you learn the most. Yep. Yeah, when you get those butterflies and you're like nervous about doing something, that's when you know you're doing something good. Yes. That's when you know you're in that zone that you need to be pushing yourself to yep. more often. Yeah. You were talking about some stuff the other day. Some yeah. intense sort of <laughs> versions of those. Yeah. Some right? examples of when I just I tried something new, it failed immediately, and I just stopped it immediately. But at the same time, I know that in the future, it will still be a thing Yeah, that I do. And looking back, honestly, I, it was a bit too early Yeah, for some of the ideas that I had. But I do know that they will come to fruition. We just, I just know that I need to be persistent more long-term and do smaller steps. Yeah. And grow it. Yeah. Yeah. Like... You're going you're gonna to step off the ledge sometimes and you're going to fall and that's going to, in a sense, take you some steps back and you're going to really evaluate yeah. everything and, and be you like... you learn so much from that. You do. You do. And that's, honestly, for me, I know a big thing and the, the, the next, the biggest step for me going forward in my life is going to be uh, letting go of my fear of perfection. Yeah, definitely. And it's a very big one. And knowing that is redefining my relationship with my own songs because I have, I haven't exactly defined it, but I think I have a fear of success in a way because I fear that, um, it's really silly, but I fear that if I put out an album and that album does well, then people will expect another album. And I don't want to get tripped up by that. I want to be in a place mentally and health wise that when I put out that album and if it does well, people are expecting another one. I'm ready for that. Right. I'm in a healthy mind state that I'm ready for that. So that's, that's my biggest challenge. I would say day to day is like prepping myself for the inevitable, mm-hmm. the inevitable skyrocketing. Saw the singer content. I, I'm, I'm, all of my heart's in it and since like since my childhood literally everybody on this fucking earth who knows me knows me as a musician i've been i've been self-branding my whole life period that's awesome straight up <laughs> everybody in every single person on this earth who knows me knows Saul the singer nice Saul the musician that's what they know about me that's good yeah very important it is and so. that's just going to compound more and more every year yeah Every day that goes by. Yeah. Every breath you take. Every breath. Stronger and stronger. (laughs) Okay. So I wanted to, I wanted to ask you. Okay. Because, because uh, we've had some, some conversation, you've, you've briefly mentioned this in some of our conversations, but you're, you're a bucket list guy. Yep. Bucket list. I've heard you talk about it, but we've never, we've never really gone into that whole concept. So sure. Tell me, tell me your bucket list and. Well, there's really, there's a few things on there. One of the main things that will allow me to achieve the others 
is to be the world's best hypnotist by the year 2030. Okay. So I've given myself a long time. Yeah. And also a realistic amount of time. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, like that, I'm totally fine with being 2030 or later. I feel like it'll actually happen before that. Yeah. But that's, if it does, whatever. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, whatever. But I just, I need to try to do that. Okay. And yeah, man, like when I think of that goal, and then it helps to motivate me to be like, okay, is what I'm doing right now going to bring me closer to that? So like this podcast, for instance, us talking 100%, it's going to bring me closer to that. Yeah. Not only are we going to be able to help other people, yeah, but we're going to be able to grow our audience, grow our audience together, motivate each other, keep on that persistence game yeah. towards our goals. It's not really an end goal because after that I have other goals. It's just that's like step one. Yes. That's, that's step one. Step Holy one. Tw- by the year 2030, <laughs> Hadlin will he'll be done his step one. Yeah, step one. <laughs> so what does it take to be that? To be the world's number one hypnotist? Yeah. I just feel like, okay, so if I were to define that, that would be the hypnotist with the most influence because hypnosis at its base to be a hypnotist you need to be able to influence others give them suggestions and then they act upon those suggestions so if i were the hypnotist with the most influence whether that be fans or just yeah whatever that means at that time i don't know what that is okay because i don't know what 2030 is going to look like yes i've not a clue in today's day and age the world's number one hypnotist would be the one who is doing the most shows and traveling the world the most and known by the most people in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So is there is like is there someone who is that right now? I don't know. You don't know? I I think that uh in the hypnosis world there have been a lot of people that are like close to that and like but I don't there's not been one breakout person since like since Mesmer or back in the day. But like Technically, Darren Brown would be one of the most famous ones just because he has like Netflix specials. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Actually, I know what you mean because hypnotism is just something I've seen mostly on a, a smaller scale. So at yeah, at like uh, the fairgrounds here, right. they'll, they'll have a hypnotism show, mm-hmm. which is a really big hypnotism show, but it's still localized, right? It's right. not. It's not internetized. Mm-hmm. or you know the ones you do grads right that was my first experience live yeah. with hypnotism was that a grad yeah a lot of people that's their first it was cool first experience that was really freaking cool man that's it's a it's a unique thing it's a lot of fun to experience as an audience member or as somebody being hypnotized right it's it's not it's not your average everyday thing it's totally outside of the box like what you do is very akin to my spiritual nature. It really is. When I watched you do that hypnotism thing, I was like, wow. Wow. Nice. I, that, that touches my heart, and I'm actually interested, super freaking interested in the whole process. I'm interested in being around it. I love, I love what you do. It's cool. Thanks, man. It's very cool. Thank you. Thank you. It's very unique, and... And I, I agree with you. So like it's combining all your skills because you have production skills, you have marketing skills, 
you're very personable, you have sales skills, and then you have this major talent as well. So it's taking all of that and using that to create this platform in, it's going to be unique ways. Like I know how your brain works and I know the, the ideas you have and the thoughts you have, they're outside of the box. So it's going to be the combination of all of these things that create this platform of what you're, what you're to be this hypnotist on this level that no, like you said, like not many people have really broken that. There's a lot of mus- magicians oh, yeah. that are on that level. Definitely. And they do freaking crazy ass shit. Like I just watched, I was just watching a video on like um, magicians who possibly have like demonic influence or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. So it's like. I'm aware of these videos. <laughs> yes. It's very interesting when you get into that sort of stuff too. Um, but yeah, there's, there's plenty of people like, oh man, just, just the reoccurring demons in all of their posters in every single one of these like famous magicians through time, they have like little demons, just fucking yeah, little devils, like on their shoulders and shit, just whispering in their ears. Mm. And you're like, why, why is that reoccurring for over a hundred years? It's just an image. Just an image? Just an image. So a hundred years ago. They picked that image and it reoccurred all around the world. Well, it's not in my posters. I definitely not. <laughs> but a lot of the like the top of the world. I don't know. It's just a thing. I I'm also Are you making these videos? Are you behind uh, these videos? I'm making these uh, guys, if you go to my YouTube. <laughs> no. I I just enjoy the process of thought. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't believe or not believe anything in life because I can't prove a single thing. I think what this is just my take on it. I could yeah. be completely wrong, but I yeah. think that what ma- these magicians that you're talking about, where they have the devil on the shoulder or the or an image of yeah. an evil force. Yeah. I think most of those magicians are using that as a way to just laugh at that. Marketing as well. Marketing as well, but also the general public thinks. Yeah. Just being naive, not knowing what is actually happening. Yeah. People come up to me after my shows and be like, do you have like special powers? Like what is going on here? And it's like, man, you can do this too. You yeah. just need to practice yeah. and know what to practice. Yeah. Because like, behind the scenes of all magic is something very, very simple that is very easy to explain. But it fools people. And then they automatically think it has to be this paranormal. So I, I think that these magicians are allowing these designers to put them in the posters mm-hmm. because they just know it's nonsense. So do you, do you think that... And it's funny. But do you think that that doesn't, that, that doesn't exist at all? Demon magic? I don't know. No. No? No, not at all. Okay. 100% no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I've d- seen all of these videos. Yes of these samples and examples. And it's like, dude, I do that trick. <laughs> I do that one too. It's like, okay, okay. fine. Fine. <laughs> we'll see. And we'll you got to be real careful when you watch TV magic mm-hmm. because TV magic, they can, they have cuts. Yeah. You can do like movie magic style yeah. stuff where yeah. it's like something happened. If you watch the entire clip from start to finish raw unedited, yeah. You might be able to pick up something if you rewatched it. Yeah. But it's cleverly edited, it's cleverly produced. So then they delete 
what you'd see. So that way you actually don't see any. There's it's impossible for you to backtrack and put the pieces together. Yes, because it's just been deleted. And, and especially in this day and age, there's so oh, yeah. much we can do. Oh yeah. And that's I guess what I was talking about before with like bringing all of your talents together is like I feel first of all I feel like we're, you're gonna make some really fucking unique cool videos that like people are gonna watch and like you said be like this motherfucker who is this magician motherfucker <laughs> so first of all that and then i feel like we're gonna collaborate oh yeah and make some cool ass oh yeah music video magic stuff and i'm very interested in that collaboration of magic and music and peaking people's curiosity in that way while delivering wonderful you know change their state with the music and then change their fucking state with the magic exactly like double hit them twice and they're just gonna be playing like, with their focus so now they're almost going into a hypnotic trance at the same time yeah i actually the other day thought about a music video idea for i'd like make a really um pleasantly meditative song mm -hmm. just like a kind of like thinking of a summery day like chill maybe i'd throw some like uh water sounds in the background or whatever just to sort of set that subconscious like real low okay calm them down and the video would like the concept was just like it start out uh with the words and it'd say like hey uh welcome to whatever maybe this experience of this music video i'm gonna now ask you to close your eyes and when the music stops you can open your eyes again okay so there you have to i'm challenging them in that moment and if they don't if they close their eyes and they open halfway through there's like a thing that like says like i know you opened your eyes <laughs> but if you make it to the end you're reward you're rewarded or something right so like kind of i i i'm interested in playing with that and then i'm also interested obviously with that idea doing some stuff with you like some hypnotism music videos where it's my music and then we design a video where basically we're hypnotizing them that's cool yeah we need to sit down and talk about that yeah that's a good idea yeah damn that'd be cool yeah and it also got me thinking of like a live show element where, mm. you know, you could perform that same song where they close their eyes, but instead of getting to close their eyes, you just turn the lights off. Yeah. And I was actually thinking when I thought of that, I was thinking refinery show, everyone's sitting, you know, in a kind of a U, you get them to close their eyes, you shut the lights off on them. Yeah. They have no choice. Yeah. And then when their eyes are closed, they, they literally can't see anything. Yeah. And then we can play with other parts of their senses. So maybe maybe if you want them to like feel a breeze, we can just blow some air or like Put spray some water through the air. Yeah. Um, there's this guy. Scent, scent obviously. Scent because scent goes yes. right to the brain. Yes. So it like a hundred percent. If we can somehow find a scent that we could like essentially attach to our brand for that. Yeah. Oh. Do you imagine? Holy shit. Then when people smell that scent, they instantly think of that show. That's so from cool. From there on forward for the rest of time. That's so cool. That's because actually that is one of the strongest it is. memory. It is. Triggers. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. That's actually I wanna I wanna start. Um I need to buy a diffuser. And in fact, like I just thought about that we should have a certain scent running during our podcast so that we yeah. know. Okay, it's podcast. Like our brain triggers. Right. We smell that scent. It's fucking podcast time. Yeah, actually. And if we could start to put that scent at the same time when we're just like chatting too. Yes. Because I feel like 
it takes a second to get into a zone where you're just having a conversation yep. and there happens to be a camera and microphones. Yep. Cause I feel like even right now, I feel like there's still a very thin wall that I have mm. where it's like, I know this is on camera. So I'm and not being 100% me. Yes, I get that. And like having having the people here, like I've noticed this with Twitch because I've done, so I stream uh, music sometimes on a p- platform called Twitch. And I've noticed that basically when there's, when there's zero people or there's one, there's like a few, like no one's interacting. I've noticed that that wall comes up and it's hard. It's hard to be genuine. But the second, if we had 20 people in here and they were all interacting, our genuine selves would come out. That's what I've noticed about okay. live really? streaming. Yeah. Because all of a sudden you perform, it become the pressure comes on and you have no choice to, but to react. And we're both those types of people because when we get on stage, right. what do we do? We react. Our state changes. We have no choice in that matter because it's like, no, I have to now. There's people, our, our energy comes up to match that because we know we have to deliver. So that's the funny thing about this whole process. And I actually was worried about this podcast because I only got five hours of sleep last night and I'm kind of a prissy person with my <laughs> sleep. And I'm like, oh, I, uh, I was worried. And I was like, I'm going to have a hard time. But actually what I ended up doing was this morning, I have a machine in my room. It's called the figure eight machine or okay. chi machine. And it okay. actually, you lay on the ground and it takes your legs and uh, it's designed in this certain pattern that it actually just like runs oxygen through your body it's such a fantastic machine i'm like honestly it's it's a blessing so i sit on that for 10 minutes and after like i actually feel the oxygen in my brain when i get up so when i did that this morning i did that i did a little meditation and i thought about this podcast and i noticed same thing with the freestyle fridays that every time that i meditate on the process so this morning i thought no i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a good podcast I'm going to be present in that podcast. I'm going to have a good conversation. And I think that because I took 10 minutes this morning and just sat in silence and felt myself in this moment and put intention on this moment, I think that's why I'm in this moment feeling the way that I am because I prepped myself. Right. Yeah. You visualized it. I visualized it. You you did it already before. I, exactly. Even doing it. Exactly. And I noticed that the times that I do that for the freestyle, right? Like I've got somebody coming over, a musician coming over. We're going to play this music together, create this 60 seconds of music. And the times that I did sit down and I had a little meditation on it, when, I, when we arrive in that moment, something magic happens. Versus the times that I don't, you kind of, you enter that moment and sometimes it's a bit, you're, you're doing, it's funny because you're doing what you've done what I've done in that meditation, you're doing in that moment if you haven't done it because that person arrives and then you're reacting and you're like, like you said, that you know there's a wall. So right now you're trying to figure out how to break that down in this moment. That's, that's prep work. You need to do that beforehand. Well, I just know that that's the way I've been for the last few years of creating content. Fair. Whether it's a vlog or yep. just being on camera, on TV, yep. or podcasting, that's just... Yeah. Something I just know. Yeah. Cause like when this is off, I feel like I'm more loose. Right. Whereas this, I feel like I need to be like proper and perform. Right. Well, let Even go. I'm not performing. I know. Let go. I know. I think, I think this is the closest I've ever been Yeah. to that. So yeah, I, mean, yeah. I know I'll be there soon. Oh yeah. And 
like we should even before we do the podcast we should like i've always in every process i do it's like you said with mike gaff where you guys have meetings and he preps you with those teas and shit yeah well i never thought of it as prepping before until you told me about how you prepped anyways straight up yeah straight up because you want to and that's get their mind and body and their internals thinking and moving in a healthy manner to elicit great responses out of them 100 percent 100 percent that's and anytime we have a podcast guest well the first half an hour hour is just us basically making sure that they're comfortable making sure their energy so it's like do you need do you want some water do you want some lemon with right. water do you want tea do you want coffee let's just have a conversation how are you how's life you want to like really you want to pull some shit out of them that they're not getting in their normal everyday life mm-hmm. and really activate something and then so then when you get on the podcast well they're already a little bit activated and then you can go deeper into that and if you can compliment them like you just want them to feel good right and you can start with the fire exactly right instead of building up to it exactly yeah. right and then instead of like feeding off of each other and like you're asking them questions you're the response is like oh yeah then you know back and forth it's like no you can guide it there and that's to me my favorite podcast um hosts that's what they do and who is that for those listening tom tom billiou tom billiou right? tom billiou he is he is honestly and i've seen him progress he does a show called impact theory it's honestly my favorite thing on YouTube. He sits down, he has 40-minute conversations with people who are impacting the world. And you're going to go look up Impact Theory and you're going to find one of your favorite people on there already because he's been doing it for long enough and he's interviewed all of the most powerful, like the most impactful people in this world and people who are impacting the world in a way that they're actually actively changing this world on a daily basis. Like they're making moves to create a better world and so when i watch those like there's a new one that i'm super excited about i don't know the guest but i can tell from the thumbnail you know you get the vibe i look Mm -hmm. at it and i go this is going to be this is going to be a very impactful one on me this dude his personality i can already tell i'm going to walk away and learn learn things about my personality because he has a certain confidence and the i forget the title but it's just something like um being being the coolest person or like to be the coolest person ever like just being your being genuinely yourself is how you be the coolest person ever okay so that's basically the tag of it so i know that getting into it it's going to have a lot to do with personality and how to just genuinely be yourself and how he achieves that, that one out that's out oh it's out already that's out i'm excited to listen to that one yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah, so I'll probably listen to that one today. Do you prefer to listen or watch? I watch. I watch. watch yeah. Because I find I learn from people's everything. Like, like their mannerisms and yeah. the subtle subtle body language that they give off when they're Yes. I see. I can absorb that through right. osmosis. And I do listen. Like uh Jim Quick is a, a podcast I listen to. I love Jim Quick's podcast because he does Right, because they're actually like super quick. Exactly. You can just consume them now. Exactly. Sound, sound bites, if you will. Little, just, little bites. And like, we're busy guys, right? Like, we don't have that much time in between everything. Like, between my schedule, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing, I want to squeeze it all in. So it's like, okay, I, I got to drive to this place. I've got 10 minutes right now on this drive. That's one podcast. That's fucking a life changing podcast right there. 
in 10 minutes. Yeah. And what about I you? Agree, man. What about what's uh what's some impactful stuff that you've been digesting lately? Honestly, lately it's been a lot of uh what we talk about. Yeah. I haven't been consuming content um outside of just doing my own thing. I understand that. So it ebbs it ebbs and it flows. Um like I used to go a lot harder on the impact theories as well because I had when I first got into them, there was a lot. Mm-hmm. Now I've watched a lot of them, so now I kind of wait for them to show up and then a lot of the times I'm too busy to actually watch them. So same thing. I uh again it it there's theory and then there's like um actually acting and then I think you go through waves. So like I've the past while I was doing a lot of theory, learning. Yeah, I guess if I were to say anything, it's been, I've been learning more technical things when it comes to like cameras and producing Mm -hmm. content. All You know, like behind the scenes stuff. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And then there's that 360 camera and how those work that's like the most recent thing i've been researching and learning about because i feel like that is a an amazing tool yeah that i could probably use oh i think we could both use in our live shows and perhaps even this yeah yeah i don't know if uh i don't know if you guys have seen a 360 camera before if you have you understand what we're talking about if you haven't they are they are mind blowing, yeah. Because it's something you're not you're not used to seeing those sort of angles. Yeah, like this lens. This lens is very very wide. Yes, very wide. But a 360 camera captures absolutely everything. There's nothing that the only thing it doesn't capture is itself. Yeah. So it's really cool because you can get an image of yourself, and it seems like someone else is floating there, kind of like in a video game. You got the the yeah the floating camera behind you. Yeah. It almost feels like that perspective Straight that you up. can capture through that. And I know when people think 360, they think VR, like you got to put the goggles on, you got to move around. But if you use them in a different way to just capture everything, and then in post, you go and you grab the image. Yeah. And you move it around to whatever you want. Yeah. Like you can capture some crazy, like hyperlapses are super simple on that. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Because like normally you have to like set the tripod off, move, move, move. With yeah. this, you just literally walk through and you can get a hyperlapse and lock it in on an image because you're capturing literally everything. Everything. You're not missing anything. Yeah. To me, that's like I'm in, I'm not going to lie. I'm so excited for the time that we're living in. I know there's a lot of, you, you could see a lot of the negative in the time that we're living in. But then when you take a look at the positive and then just, let's say the access first and foremost the fact that i have a recording studio in a basement suite like i don't have to go somewhere and pay 10 to a hundred thousand dollars to make an album that that's nuts that's not entry has been slashed the fact that we're live live streaming yep <laughs> there you go like man. what it's we're too, broadcasting a show right now we're podcast live podcasting to an online platform and we're not a corporation mm-hmm. we're not a big corporation with thousands and thousands of thousands, you know like yeah like we're not we haven't run any ads on these 
this is just completely 100% organic. Yeah. And like our last, our last episode, our second episode. Yeah. Like I, we haven't even gone through and done our, our audio only section yeah. to see those analytics, but yeah. just on Facebook, our last episode. Yeah. Okay. There's not many people watching at one specific time, Yeah. but people that watch the replay afterwards, like that's, that's enough to fill every theater. It's true. Any of the theaters in our town, Saskatoon. That's very true. Any of them would be full and overflowing with the amount of views we got. Like I know online, when you look at view count, you're like, oh, only a thousand views. That's a thousand people. That's a thousand that, people. If you visualize what a thousand people looks like, that's a lot of people, man. It's, it's a lot. And <laughs> and like to try to have a conversation with a thousand people. Yeah. Me, I will not, it will take me like half a year to talk to a thousand people. Yeah. Maybe longer. I don't know. I couldn't do the math. I don't know. I could definitely talk to a thousand people in a year. Yeah. I have a goal of a thousand uh, reviews wow. by the end of this year. That's cool. We should, uh, we should make a goal for Singer and the Hypnotist podcast reviews. If you're on here. Hey. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. If you're on there here. We we're obviously we're right. just we're doing this we're doing we're gonna start a goal right now if you're on here and you're and you're enjoying this please well, if they're hearing this they're definitely on here you're right good point you i, I always make that. <laughs> okay well thank you thank you for being here <laughs> um, so thank you for listening thank you for listening so if you're enjoying this um it would mean the world to us if you could just head over to our facebook page and just drop a quick review and doesn't yeah. have to be anything special we're we're just setting a goal for ourselves to try to get a certain amount of reviews thank you brandon five stars already thank Boom. you sir yeah. thank you sir that's legit that's 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 how we vegas build it right now he's in vegas he might be back now i'm not sure but bro yeah enjoy vegas i've never been i've been outside of canada this is Where a is quick quick tangent i actually unsure okay <laughs> quick tangent i've only been out of canada twice I got to work on that. Yeah, I got to work on that. And to to Seattle. Well, okay, so like to shop, right? Because you just like um, just went down and back. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the story. I lived in Vancouver. Um, one of my favorite artists came to Vancouver. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna see this artist. And I go to get the ticket. Fucking sold out. I'm like, no. Uh, and I'm like, wait, Seattle. I'm like, uh-huh. they're playing in Seattle. I look it up. They're playing like a thousand seater theater. In Vancouver, I look it up in Seattle, they're playing like a 200 cap bar Whoa. for like literally the tickets in Vancouver were like 50 bucks. In uh, in Seattle, they're like 10, 10 to 20 or something. Wow. I was like, what? Bought the ticket, bought, the, uh, bought, bought a bus, just a bus ride, mm-hmm. stayed in a hostel. So I just fucking, and I did that. It had happened, that happened twice. Two of my favorite artists came, sold out in Vancouver. And I just quickly made a little day trip, stayed the night, got to hang out in Seattle, got to go see these fucking artists, nice. stay in a hostel. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. They were actually very awesome. Nice. He just got back. He's back nice. in Saskatoon. Nice. Awesome. I mean, I mean, thank sorry. you for the kind words, Brandon. Sorry that you're back. Yeah, it's cold. I mean, it's, it's cold. Was it minus? Was it minus thirty-eight or minus forty-eight yesterday? Uh, yesterday morning i think 38 i want to say 38 but uh, it could have been 48 once you get up to the minus 30s it's, yeah it's just it's all the same it's all just yes it is and like those days when i go for a walk um <laughs> having facial hair like if i go for an hour walk 
It's white. It's white. It's frozen. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I was having a point earlier that I want to go back to. Okay. And that's where I like that I can jump back to it because obviously my brain has clarity today. So I'm happy about that. But being really excited about the day and age that we're living in because in the next 10 years, we're going to see some crazy ass changes in technology. Yeah. We've already lived through one of the biggest changes yes. in human history. Yes. And it's just getting crazier and crazier. It's scaling big time. Like the fact exponentially. The fact that we can have such affordable stuff, well, all of a sudden, okay, we have a 360 cam. Well, mm -hmm. what's the next? What's the next from there? What's the next? And audio, I'm so excited for for new audio components. Yeah, because you were saying earlier, a couple days ago or whatever, that the SM58 hasn't changed in like how many years well you it's like the 80s or something like that you can actually watch that this is how i like came to that conclusion as i'm watching um led zeppelin live in 1969 so this is like they just became a band and this is like one of the early concerts okay and it's in denmark and it's black and white it's clearly on like tape yeah it's fucking old <laughs> school and there they are with 58s but you have a 58 on the vocal, you have a 58 on the bass cab, you have a 58 on the guitar cab, you have a 58 on the kick and the over, like every mic has a 58. So now we've advanced. We've got fancy, nice microphones for podcasting. We've got wireless microphones. We've got kick drum microphones for your low end. So they respond differently. But then, what was I going to say? That's it. It's advancing. Yeah. So, it's changing. So it is advancing. It is advancing and changing. But like that specific microphone is We still see 58s on every stage in the world. They're durable as fuck. Lots of people who have a 58 have like bars. They've had like the one at the bar. The bar I work at, they've had those 58s since. Since they opened? Well, before. Or even, it yeah, was okay. a different bar that had them first. Right. So that <laughs> they just keep going. And the reason is like you can drop them. You can bang. That's why they're. They're old technology, so they're durable as fuck compared to like our phones and stuff. Right. New technology just breaks. But yeah, that old technology, audio is an industry where they make stuff where they're like, we don't want this to break. <laughs> Luckily. Right. Because, yeah, that's super important for it not to break. Yes. Because you have all these acts coming in and it's got to, you got to ensure that it works when they're there. It has to. Because otherwise, that's tens even more of yep. thousands of dollars that you can have to refund in ticket sales. Yep. Small example. All riding behind these things. I don't know if I should say this or not, but I won't, I won't go into specifics, but I work yeah. at, I, I work at a bar in town and they brought in a band and it's a well-known band and that band costs $9,000 to bring in. And it's, this is one of the smaller ba bars. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine that's, that's one night. Yep. They're going to sell out the bar and after liquor sales, that's why they're okay with that because through the door, they'll pay for the band because it's sold out and then liquor sales is all, all profit. Mm -hmm. But you think about that $9,000, if something fails, that band is never coming back. That band will walk away with a sour experience and go, fuck the capital. And they'll tell people, they'll say, don't go to that place. Yeah. Oh shit, I said the name. <laughs> <laughs> of the venue damn it oh well but that's okay that's whatever yeah i didn't say the act i didn't say the act yeah. but that's that so you can get an idea of price ranges and that's a lower price range oh yeah oh yeah that's lower 
Like that's that's still nothing in the grand scheme of things. It is. So those fifty eights, which are hundred dollar microphones mm-hmm. that work, it's crazy. But there is new technology, and I'm very interested in buying one eventually. Like um, you get this is a this is a dynamic microphone, but you can get something called a condenser, which picks up more of the high end of my voice, and it creates like more clarity there, so it's more beautiful. Right. And you can buy a fifteen hundred dollar version, um, which is uh, of this Neumann, not this. It's a the Neumann brand, okay. and it's a stage condenser. So it's one of those condensers that you use in studio, but it's meant for stage to replace a fifty-eight. Okay, yeah, but they're fifteen hundred dollars. But like I've heard them, and they're <sighs> it's <laughs> it's just so it's emotional when you hear somebody's voice through it. Like it's just so there's so much more emotion mm-hmm. that can be trans. It's it's all about translation, right? How well are we translating right now? Right. And everything you can remove as an obstacle in that way or amplify to add to the experience is a positive. So to me, that's what that is. And that's what all these tools are. So same with a 360 camera. How can we amplify our translation? Right. Yeah. So cameras are getting more range of what they can capture. Microphones getting more range of what it can capture. Yes. And with, with audio, it's weird because, well, with video as well, I guess, is it's actually going to get to a point. This is the weird thing about technology is that the first goal was to capture what was already here. So what we hear with our ears, what we see with our eyes, that was the first goal. Well, we're starting to surpass that. We're actually starting to get to a point where soon enough, what you see on your camera is going to be better than what you can see with your eyes. Right. What you hear in your ears. But, and thing when it gets to that point we won't be able to even perceive that that's happening true because if it's better than what we can what the human eye can see we're only going to be able to see what we can true true fair fair that's a good point but it will amplify Mm -hmm. right like when it comes to the voice even oh yeah it'll be so clear you'll be like is this a you'll just be like like you you couldn't make a you couldn't make a a wall one yeah. of these screens, otherwise people would be walking into them. Yeah. Like birds and windows. Yeah. Well, that'll happen one day. <laughs> we'll be like birds and windows, man. <laughs> oh, that's a screen. Oh, <gasps> that hall of mirrors, you know, like that, the maze hall of where there's always like mirrors right. and stuff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that with these types of screens. Would be Ugh, perfect. Fuck. You're, you're done, so. You're done, though. Just fucking nature scenes everywhere. Just like, <laughs> what the f- Ah! Be maddening. Go a little bit closer to the mic. Me? A little bit like that. That's too close. That's too close. But match my voice. Pain. Yeah. Well. Too loud to see? I just get a lot of that part going on. Embrace it. That's what this uh, nice... <laughs> no, right. Not doing that. Yeah, don't do Sorry. that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do Someone's that. done that already. Not on that mic, though. On a different mic. Oh, good. In a different country. Oh, good. On a different podcast. <laughs> Oh, it's SMR again. Is that what it's called again? SMR. AMR? ASMR? Yeah. Like uh, audio? I don't know. It's just like quiet stuff. Yes. Welcome. I think we we always go back to that at some point. We do. Like the first episode, we definitely talked about that. And now we are again. It's like. We're obviously. Should we have like a. Should we have like a. The hypnotist and the singer. The singer and the hypnotist. Whoa, I did it the other way. You did. My bad. Uh, like app where there's like a sound bites. 
we should have sound bites. We little, should little thing. We just that pad you got over there. Just like that's true. Thing. Actually, that would be nice. Bam. Or Our we intro could be on one button. Or we hire like a tuba player who just stands in the back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm down. Actually, let's do that. That'd once. be cool. Right? Yeah, let's collab with the tuba player. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Like, why not have someone a music like even a piano player? Just someone who like, okay, you're gonna like just be live with us. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to react to everything. Mm-hmm. You set the mo- mood. You set the intention. That's what they do in um, live improv. My brother, he is an improv guy. And he actually... I'm not going to lie. I am mind-fucking-blown by what he's done with the groups. And it's about the, what they do together. Like, actually, in high school... I went and saw his imp- improv show with his high school group and I couldn't believe what I experienced. I couldn't believe the level of connectivity and the level of story writing that they had. Just off the cuff. Off the fucking... Improv. It was the most amazing... One of the most amazing... It's something that I will take with me till the day I die. It's something that I will try to emulate for the rest of my life. Well, that's a freestyle Friday right there. That is a freestyle Friday. That but, fits the fits the freestyle. But times a thousand, like I times a thousand. Okay. Seriously, the level of what they had, I can't even begin to try to explain. We should just have him as a guest so he can talk about it, because that man should be doing improv. But it's about having the right group because he's amazing on his own. But when you have the right players that support well, each there other, are quite a few groups in town. Are there? I need to. He's he needs to get in on that. And yeah, also, a friend I, of mine yeah. up in uh, PA. Yeah, they part of his entertainment company is an improv okay section or wing or division, if you will. Well, I need to I need to get introduced to that because first of all, for him, and then also for me, like it's something that every time I've seen him do it, I've wanted to. Mm-hmm. I've wanted. I know that I'm good at improv if i if i let myself and i know yeah, that if you just let that just let it go just let it go you, you just, gotta i think you're saying you have to be real silly and just be open to being silly you do and just falling on your face yeah. if you have to you got to be open to failing you do that's the ultimate failure you're getting up on stage with nothing that's good just training in general it is for life whether whether you're going to be an improv yep professional or yep. not just that practice of failing yeah because you need to practice failing you do you need to practice how you deal with failing and how you overcome failing and how you just persist right through that game yep that's exactly why i want to do it because it would scare the fucking shit out of me to get on that stage so i'm like yeah yep. put me in front of 100 people let me do it and that's also why um jj white was on my freestyle friday right and like we so he he we vocally did a freestyle. So he came in, he picked up the looper. Uh, we had two similar mics, and he just started looping stuff because he the way he writes his albums is he actually comes up with a melody, dun, 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 like vocal melody, and then like it's like dun, 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 you know you kind of like can okay I want those drums and then I want that bass line like dum, 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 boom, boom, boom. so you can like imagine all of those things and put those pieces together right so that's how he writes a lot of his stuff so he came in he just brought exactly that 
and then just started looping. And he was so good with the looper. I was blown away. And then it was just like us going. Like we went for like an hour, two hours, just like jamming, laughing, enjoying ourselves. And by the end, it was like, dude, I've always, that's something I've always wanted to do is an improvised music show where you step on stage, you have no fucking idea what you're doing. You have an audience. You let them know. You're like, yeah, this is a live improvised thing. So obviously maybe go easy on us, but get ready for who knows. We're all in this together. I have no idea. You have no idea. Let's go. And after that, we actually, him and I talked about that idea that like, yeah, this is something we want to do. Plan a show and then possibly have like a poet off to the side we thought about where like we can do this improvising and then we can pass it off to him and he literally just like flicks on a, a lamp read some lovely poetry yeah da, 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 just to like break it up yes poem 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 and then turn that light off and that's like, cool boom back to the freestyle let's go it's kind of like that uh that show with drew carey as the, the host yes and then they had uh the music Wayne. yeah he was like he could sing oh my and God. freestyle anything and make it sound good Yes. Just like you. So, I mean, adding in the improv and getting good at that. Yeah. You could be on that show. That'd be cool. I want to push the improv thing because I know it's I know it's unique and I know people would react to it. And that's why I'm doing looping stuff as well is because I'm just like, same as you. Like, how do we do... There's a, There's a lot of musicians out there. There's a lot of hypnotists, magicians as well. How do we do it in a way that catches people's eye catches their attention different. exactly and unique yeah how do we i think that play? is how you catch their eyes to be different and unique and i agree produce and create stuff that people haven't seen before completely agree actually well, that's the toughest question it is i and i've been ped, we've both been for years pedaling you know getting our minds going on that and i'm actually so excited because right now last night we uh, me and Travis did Looper on Looper and the Poet on mm -hmm. the stage, and when I played at Blackout a little while ago, you can kind of tell when things are right. You can, and I've been working so hard for so long, different formations of my music, this, that, this, that, like trying to figure it out. Like, oh, come on, spending so much time riddling my brain, going over stuff, and I'm finally at a point where what I'm creating on stage because I loop and I have what's called an octave pedal. So it makes my guitar sound like a bass and I run it through a bass amp. So it has really, really, in, really cool tone. And I actually had uh, Jesse, the new Steadies guitarist, who is like a tone guy and amazing guitarist. He like him and actually Sammy Lee Fulkerson, another fucking tone guy, amazing. Like these people are in my mind, world-class and both of them talked about, they were like, man, your tone fucking tone and that to me was like oh my god i'm doing it nice i'm doing it i'm catching people's <laughs> attention because you're playing in a bar people are talking so what can i do in that element which is a really hard element to catch people's attention mm -hmm. so having tone is the biggest thing because it's subconscious so i play this bass note and they're just like they're having cover they're like the fuck what's going on here what's happening so it's all about having that right tone and for me that's a big part of it Obviously, songwriting as well can play a big part of that. Writing songs that catch people's attention. Right. 
Yeah. Exactly. But I feel I'm so proud of myself because I feel like all this work over the fucking years, years, like it's, I'm 25. I have been doing this for 10 years now. So 10 years, I feel like a I'm- A decade. Yeah. It's a long time, man. It's a long time. I, f- I feel like I'm finally getting where I, you know, the point that it's just, again, it's a start. You always knew you'd be at. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm filling in the gap. There's mm-hmm. always been a gap because I've, in my mind, known where I want to be. And I was always below. So that's called the artist gap because you can visualize like, oh, I should be here. But when I play, I'm not there. And then you slowly close that gap. And then you close the artist gap. And that's, yeah, man. that's the next step. I feel like there's a wave. So let's let's say this is what you're talking about, where you see yourself being. Yeah. When you first start, just as you're perception you think you get up here real quick yeah and then you realize quickly that you're actually right here and then you is at that point you grew a bit you had crazy ego you went back down and then your real perception of where you actually are catches that line and once you once your actual perception of yourself matches the real level that i believe is where People, stars are born and not born, but, you know, created over decades yeah. of experience. De- yeah, exactly. Decades. And we both have that. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's like you said, though, that's just the starting point. That's just step one. That's step one. <laughs> ten, ten years of work. Step one. That's straight up. And whatever you do, whatever mm-hmm. you end up doing in this world. Yeah, people look at like going to uni for four years and they're like, why am why am I doing this? This is such a long time. That's nothing. It's nothing. nothing. You got to grind even longer than that. Yeah, I mean that's why that's sometimes why university is controversial because a lot of it is theory, mm-hmm. less experience. So then sometimes and depending on what you want to do, it doesn't really pertain to that. It doesn't. And it's just a waste of some sometimes most cases a waste of time sometimes for us money obviously for us that's something that's not something we want to learn what i want to do what i'm doing can't learn that in university we're both we're both people who can learn fully on our own so the fact is like we can go on youtube and learn everything we need to youtube you youtube you straight up university of youtube and like that's that includes like man if i want to learn philosophy there's a lot of philosophy and it's such an open space to teach yes. and become the a professor on YouTube, yeah. if you will. Yeah, it is. Because, yeah, before, information on YouTube was terrible. Yeah. Low quality. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Any Joe Blow is creating a video. But now we're at a, a point where the people that are actually producing proper content and real high quality content are being rewarded with attention and subscribers so now we're actually at a point where you can get good information on there yeah not just good but great information you can actually learn on there there's competition Mm -hmm. so if you teach it in a better and more entertaining way then you are rewarded and you just are a better teacher and you get more attention and more subscribers and more views and it's a crazy fucking world we paid more yeah like yeah it's and incredible how much people make on that platform. It's true. And on top of that, just the pure fact that like you go to university, okay, well, I have Psych 101. 
Well, mm-hmm. I have one professor. Yeah, you get the benefit of of having the person the the uh, live experience with them, so you can ask some questions. Like having an actual mentor, there is that, of course, that's an important thing. But the fact is, on YouTube, I don't have to learn from one person. I can Not learn from ten, twenty, like one subject. I can have ten different teachers yep. and infer all this different information find the person who really speaks to me or the couple people that really speak to me exactly and then really start learning on that subject let's say there's 10 of them and all of them are saying similar things with slight tweaks yep and you see okay there's a trend everyone's talking about this this is obviously the best yeah and then you'll get a tip from this guy over here but then something completely different from over here and now all of a sudden you have the best of all of them yep. in your mind and you yep. just move forward with that new knowledge. I feel like and, yeah. Even I, I feel like even in university, university students probably yeah. go on YouTube and like, oh, my professor, I need a bit more information and then they refer to YouTube anyway. Right. And they're like writing their papers and they're like, I wasn't paying attention in class, but <laughs> yeah. this guy here talks about this in a much more clear and concise way so i'm gonna write my paper based on what he says and he has bullet points you know like, i guess something professors probably have bullet points we're not we're not shitting on professors professors are dope i would learn if i could very wise people they're wise people then they actively like they have I, audiences that they're learning teaching yes right so i feel like there should almost be a requirement of people who teach to learn an entertainment side to learn charisma and be able to present information and gather people's attention because yeah all too often there are and it's not every single one i'm not saying that by any means yeah there's a lot a lot of teachers i've had a lot of teachers that have been great at that there's both phenomenal yeah but like why can't all of them be at that level where it's like it's true that they just command part. the crowd command the kids command the students yeah. and draw everybody in yeah and have their all, all all of their attention yeah i wonder is that a personality thing though i think we're getting to that actually yeah because imagine imagine a world where it was like okay the more kids imagine if, if the professor made more money based on how many students scored higher and learned more that's so a stats mm-hmm. yeah stats right. running off yeah honestly that or even if you could run it long enough who succeeded after university that too and you get bonuses based on all that like why not that's cool as fuck well because there's private like there's, yeah that changes the whole system and people does. don't like change and they yeah but change is coming uh, lots of change it's already the schooling system is changing it already is. I, I, my last girlfriend was becoming a teacher and just like getting to know, uh, getting to know the schooling system from her perspective and all of the people she knew and like teachers nowadays getting their perspective on it. There's an active shift. There is. It's still, it's still an old school sort of way, but the internal the people themselves are changing so nice. the system is having to nice it's changing from the inside yes good yeah nice dude that was so the is super inspiring because i that's something that i do is when, whenever i date somebody i even it's like i didn't used to do it 
this is why I do it now because it's easier for me is basically, so it's, that was what she was interested in because she's in school. So she's always talking about it. Those are her experiences. My first instinct is like, well, I'm not super interested in that. Like, it's not something I need to do with my life, blah, blah, blah. Like that could be my first instinct. But instead what I do is I manipulate, I re-engineer myself and I go, well, why, why wouldn't I? I love this person. I respect this person. Why wouldn't I engineer myself to be super fucking interested in this, get to learn a new topic that's going to grow my knowledge, and then at the same time actively like engage with what they're interested in. Right. And through that, I got to learn a lot of really, really beautiful stuff. You learned how to learn. I learned how to learn. Exactly. Putting yourself in that state. It's all about the state. To be able to absorb information and actually consume it. Exactly. Instead of just like letting it go in and out. Right. Not really paying attention, but being like, you know what? Let We're going to talk about this again. So I want to, I want to be able to remember these points. Right. And I find... First of all, for a relationship standpoint, it makes relationships way easier to be able to do that. And my my goal now actually is to infer that because I'm really good at that in love relationships because I put them on the pedestal and I'm like, I'm so interested in everything that you have in your mind. I just do that automatically. So now taking that and bringing that into every single relationship I fucking have, like the random dude I just met on the street or at the bar someone I'm just talking to, if I can put that same power into them and be like, wow, what you're saying, I'm so genuinely interested in it, then I'm going to get better conversations, more efficient conversations. They're going to get, they're going to talk about shit that's important to them. We're going to have empowering conversations. They're going to respect the fuck out of me because I'm actually listening to them and interested in what they're saying. And I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn so much. 100%, man. I agree with that. Yeah. Because every single person is an expert at at least one thing. 100%. Every single person. Every person. Whether that's an expert at a subject or just an expert at being them. Yeah. They're an expert at something. Whatever it is. So why not learn from an expert that you just met? Exactly. Whatever it is that they're an expert of. Constantly learn, constantly grow, right? And and that's something, right? Like I... Again, it's easy to do with you because I have a lot of respect for you, but it's just like find that respect for all these people. But even even in those tough times, you know, like find a way to push myself where it's like, ooh, I'm having a, a weird interaction with this person or a hard interaction. Well, it's like, well, how can I flip that switch? Right. How can I bring their respect up or ask the right question, find that thing that they that sparks them, that sparks joy in them so they light up when they talk about it. Yeah. That's to me, that's the human experience. I just want to light people up. Yeah, and it's all too, it's not often enough that we get to have conversations that we can actually elicit emotion yeah. from. Yeah. And if, if the world could just have more of those, I think we'd be in a completely different place. I agree. And then, and just like right now, even yeah. by you and I having this conversation, it's just like you don't have these types of conversations. No, not often. We're we're and it's probably an hour deep in this conversation, and that's pretty incredible, man. I think it's almost two hours. Wow, actually, that's to me how you get into the depth because now we're comfortable. You know, yeah, yeah hour forty-five. <laughs> wow, that's in, 
that's whoa we just got lost what happened lost there? in this conversation and we're standing the whole time too that's honestly to I me that's, that's part, part of it that's part of why exactly we chose to stand this time because when we have our conversations we normally stand when we have non-camera conversations we're normally standing anyway and i actually i paid attention one day we had a sitting conversation and then the next day we had a standing conversation then the next day we sat again and i actually paid attention i was like oh man we got fucking hyped up when we were standing like you left you were like yeah i'm I'm motivated now like i gotta go do shit dude (laughs) and the sitting one it was like okay i got you know like all right yeah i'm gonna go now yeah yeah us yeah and then actually I remember specifically in one of those where you stood up and you're like, okay, guys, stand up. And then you didn't stand up. I know. You guys didn't want to stand. I'm going to have to pee if I stand up. So (laughs) I'm not going to stand up. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good excuse. It was though. I didn't want to have to. I was was lazy. Yes. But we were were already having an active conversation. So you didn't want to interrupt that to go pee. True that. Right? True that. But for me, interrupt that pattern. Yeah, exactly. Um, for me, it's like I know that it's bad to be sitting too much in a day. Yeah, it's bad for your health. And even though we're just standing, the fact that we're talking, yeah, we're actually working out. We are. Like I don't know. I could check my heart rate. I'm sure it would be higher. Than oh, guaranteed. Just normal, but like we're actually burning calories right now. We are. Which is kind of cool. That's dope. Really cool. Yeah, man. Boom. Welcome to uh, the singer and the hypnotist workout package. (laughs) All you do, stand around with your friends. Yeah, stand around. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. Or if you're sitting, like, yeah, if you have an office job, if you can get up every 20 minutes, honestly, that that in itself will change your life. And here's a hack for you. If you want to get up and stand around every once in a while, drink more water drink more water always because then you have to stand up because you're gonna have to go to the washroom true true i'm not okay so in high school i was not a great student i was honestly i figured it out the other day i was actually so unhealthy and um, riddled with anxiety Mm. that i wasn't present enough to to bring in the emotion or Mm. sorry to uh to bring in the information so i didn't remember stuff so i would i could have been a good student if i was eating better, exercising, and if I was doing like meditation practices, mm-hmm. if I did those, I would have been, I could have been a fucking scientist, like high level. I know that about myself, but because I was so unhealthy, that got in the way. And I just told myself that I was kind of like, this is how I am. Like, I'm not super smart. Basically, I'm smart in different ways than other people. I told you believe the outside forces I did. of what they said you are and what I they did. dictated you are. You believed that. I did. I did. I, it yeah. controlled me. It I, happens. Yeah. 100%. And that, 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 was my, that was my life experience for the most part um, until later. Like I always knew my potential deep down inside. I didn't know how to activate it. So my life has been a journey of activating that. And I don't remember the point that I was getting to, but uh, dang it, I wanted Maybe to remember that is it. the point. That's the point, I guess. Yeah, it's the life journey. It's just activating that, that intelligence. Uh, in my own way but something about standing or exercise being healthy what did you say being healthy elicits better responses out of people yeah yeah to retain information retain information we can have better conversations yeah i don't know i'll just more energy i'll go on that point because now i'm i'm active in life 
and it's the most beautiful experience. Like it, if I could somehow give the perspective I have right now to anybody who feels what I felt, because I've been there, I've been in the, the fucking depths of nothingness is what I would call it. Gray, monotone. Okay. Everything was monotone. Emotion was monotone. Yep. Um, people were monotone. I didn't give a shit. I was really good at faking it. And actually I brought that up to my, my parents and they're like, yeah. Like my dad was like, yeah, you were really good at faking it. Cause I had no idea. I didn't want anybody to feel what I felt. I didn't want anybody to even know. So I was like comedic. I was super comedic all the time, but it was just purely out of this sadness. Mm. But it was so well so you acted. Made, you made jokes of everything just to brush the situation away, kind of thing, to make light of it. I yes, see. and I, I but it's like, like a defense mechanism. Defense mechanism. Sense, yeah, in a way, I was very intelligently deceiving people. Mm. That's where my intelligence was, and the depression that I actually had was heavy heavy as fuck and if i could give people what i have now who have that just even a spark even a moment that's that's actually what my music is about that's the only reason i play music as a tool for me to give people a moment a moment of respite from that to give them one little thing where if they feel for one song if I perform for them live and for a moment they feel like if they get a, a view into my world, then they can hold on to that and every day they can wake up and maybe they have a hard day, but if they can remember that, because that's all I did. Some musician or something gave me a little thing and I just was like that, that, persistence, that. Bad day? Well, that. How do I get there? How do I get there? How do, and I was just fucking OCD like maniac obsessive and now that's you know now i'm where i am 10 years into this journey or whatever and i've seen real progression so if i could give that to people but it's so hard because people look at me now actually i've noticed that people with insecurities i used to get along with really well because i also had insecurities so we'd be on like the same level we get really good conversations but now I actually see them look at me and I see, I see them like they can't, they'll look away because they actually put me on a pedestal and they go like, you're so you're, they say what you said earlier, you're an anomaly. I'm so into, I'm this, I'm that, da, 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 da. I can never be on this person's level. And it's like, no motherfucker. 1000% you can, everybody can. It's just about putting in, unfortunately 10 years of work and that's that's the gap that's the hard part it's like how do you explain to people like just keep going yeah just keep trying and then when you're younger and you hear that advice you're like what kind of advice is that yeah like, just like, keep on. going just yeah what do you mean Fuck that. and then you eventually you just do that and you're like yeah no it's that's that's fucking perfect that's perfect answer. advice damn it <laughs> Just keep going. Damn it. That's a, now I got to tell people that. <laughs> now I got to transfer that. Fuck. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have a destination. And let's say it's a, like across the country, but you're just walking. If you stop walking, 
you're not getting closer. So nope. you just got to keep going. No matter what. Yep. It's like, okay, maybe you got to camp out over here and absorb some information on your journey. Okay. But once you absorb the information, oh, now you know how to hail a cab. Good. Now you can get there faster. Oh, now you know you how to buy. Yeah. Yep. yep. You upgrade your life. You stop for a moment and buy a plane ticket. Boom. Now you're there faster. Shit. Right. Because like on any anybody's journey, like it's exponential at, at some point. Yeah. You know, it takes forever to get there. But then all of a sudden that curve changes. Yeah. It's always the same curve. Yeah. As long as you're persistent. You figure you figure something out and then changes the game. Yeah. It's yeah, it's actually, you know what? It's either one of those curves or they stop and it's one of those curves. Yep. But it's always the same curve. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very. You either give up or you just keep going and then you experience one or the other. Yes. And like to me to me you're gonna like you're gonna lose track always right like like i see it as like if you're on a so you get on a sailboat similar similar example is you have your destination but you're on a sailboat so the wind is fucking knocking you off course all the time it's your duty to keep steering back to that location and you might like you said you might have to stop like okay i gotta stop for food on this island well you might end up on that fucking island for 10 years and that's the girl that you dated for 10 years and you're like you got stuck in that relationship or whatever and you can't, you know, cause I've been there or I've been in a relationship for too long. I don't know how to end it. I'm bad at that. And so you can be in that, you know, stop on that Island for way too fucking long. You finally leave that Island. You're like, Oh fuck. Okay. I got to readjust my sails here back to that, that destination. <laughs> like, God damn it. And you're going and there's like, there's so many islands. There's a lot of these fucking islands. Shit. (sighs) Ignore the islands. No stopping. No stopping. But that island. Oh, oh, damn. That island. What's the. (laughs) Yeah, and then there's mermaids. It's mermaids, man. Mermaids. Fucking mermaids. They just jump out of the water into your boat. (laughs) Yeah, they're on your boat. See, that's known. That's what you want, though, is if you can get somebody on your boat. Right. Or maybe they have their own boat. I don't know. I don't know how we work into that metaphor. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, destination, you're going to get knocked off course because like, yeah, even, yeah, I say, okay, I'm 10 years into my journey and I'm this. and I'm blah, blah, blah. Well, I feel that way today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, if I don't get up and I don't hop into my habits and I don't do what I'm supposed to be doing, which happens, guess what? That's a fucking knock in the wrong direction. That's I'm my all. I at that point, I'm just like letting go of the mm-hmm. sails. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Just take me, take me wherever. And then the wind just, which sometimes maybe isn't a bad thing. You need to experience that, I think. Yeah, but I think maybe if there's a way to be like, okay, maybe you didn't get to your habits today. Yeah, but it doesn't ruin anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can still have an amazing, productive yes. following day yes. without the habits. It's just the habits will make it that much better. They just supercharge it, right? Yeah. And like, well, today's a fucking great example because today's what? I woke up and we walked into a podcast. Yeah. I didn't do any habits, right? I did the figure eight machine, which was great. Mm-hmm. But then we, I walked out here. You were here. We got into the podcast mode. 
and I feel great because we're having we, this conversation. This is a meditation. I agree. How deep yep. we've got into this. Like, I think we both feel a sense of calmness right now and we're going to walk away and have a productive day. Oh yeah. Yeah. How can we not? Man, we've already accomplished, what is it, two hours of content? Two hours. And I know there's like, I've been thinking about this this whole time where I'm like, oh my God, there's some golden nuggets in this. Yeah. Yeah. We spoke about some very important subjects and spoke about stuff that has touched our lives. Yeah. Like this is, we're going to need to go through and find these points. Yep cut them and put them on our new instagram which you can find if you search the singer and the hypnotist on instagram you'll find us there we don't have any posts yet we don't even have a profile image by the time you uh, have it by the time you listen to this we're gonna have yeah well that, yeah 100 right exactly yeah so immediately well, after let's post something we should actually take a photo yeah while doing this because i know we got the this we can no. do like screen cap whatever photo photobomb this right now Photo, right now photobomb we... singer in the hip test super wide yeah yeah that weird shadow's going on right there yeah right there beautiful yeah. cool that moment when you uh when you pull out a camera and then you go from your like normal smile to like a little bit more <laughs> now i'm now i'm extra smiling for this picture that, oh, sorry. It was a video. Oh, shit. Now you're just standing like this in the <laughs> video. Like, hey, what's up? That's one of the best pranks you can ever it pull. It is. I people. do that all the time. <laughs> you know where I learned to smile um, for performance and video? Well, first of all, my mom was a professional photographer when I grew up, and I was her model. So mm. I, I grew up being being posed. Being posed. And yep. so my like my intuitive nature knows what to do with the camera knows how to address a camera and, and like genuinely do it okay that's why i like to capture as well to capture people's genuineness yeah. i feel that i can draw that out of them mm -hmm. but also where i learned to smile was i was a cheerleader in grade nine no way yeah actually yeah okay yeah <laughs> reed and i were cheerleaders both of you guys we, we joined in grade nine we Yo. joined the cheerleading squad because we had, we both had a lot of friends who were girls. Like we're, we get along with females. Okay. And so we, they were like, yeah, we need guys on this team. And we're like, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it, let's do this. And it was actually a really good experience. Actually, funny enough, I was on the basketball team at the same time. Mm -hmm. And um, cheerleading practices, he actually, our coach in cheerleading, pushed us harder than the basketball coach did sometimes. And let me guess, you guys didn't do very well on the basketball court. We we actually weren't bad, but we didn't have... We so could have been way better. We could have been way better, of course. But the cheerleading team, yeah. The, that, yeah. That team went farther. Yeah, truth. I remember like feeling that feeling of like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking puke in cheerleading. Really? Yeah. I don't understand how, but okay. Yeah, it's just like he made us run. Okay. He'd make yeah. Okay, okay. In between. Yeah. And but yeah, so it was like like it's all about like, you know, you you're supposed to have a fucking smile on your face the whole time, no matter what. Pretty much. Oh yeah. When you're performing, and we performed at Brit, which is like this big basketball tournament in town, yep. 
and the, uh, yep. you get a school gymnasium full on either side. And it's broadcasted. It's broadcasted, everything. So there's evidence of me and Reed cheerleading. All right. Yeah. Somewhere out there. Yeah. Got to find that. Yes. That's content. Dude. It is content. You're right. That's great content. That's an entire <laughs> vlog episode where you can talk about that. Saul the cheerleader. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I, could, I could perform cheerleading moves for you, but I'm not going to do it. But I could. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? There's the, I don't know if I could do it anymore, but it's like, oh, no. It wasn't that good. Yes, yes, yes. But that, the split jump The split thing. King. Once upon a time, I was good. And I'm really flexible because of cheerleading. Oh, yeah. Lots of stretching. But get this. I do the whole year of cheerleading and basketball. I'm doing both. I'm doing fine, in my opinion. Near the end of the year, basketball coach sits me down. He's like, listen. You can either do cheerleading or you can do basketball. So I had to quit. He made you choose. Why? I think some schedules interfered or something at one point near the end of the year. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I see. Yeah. But you'd think they wouldn't because they would encourage their students to be able to do as many things as possible. You'd think that well, I would think I because know. the I think also because the cheerleading team was sort of doing well that they were getting more like we had some competitions and shit that we were doing right and so because of that it was interfering with like okay we have this competition on this day it's the same day as a basketball game right and you can't like cheer for your team and then go play in the same game exactly exactly so it was kind of like and it was like well I'm not I'm not gonna quit basketball. Like basketball is something I genuinely enjoy. I love my team. We have so much fun doing it. I'm pretty good at it because I'm tall, whatever. And I did really enjoy cheerleading. You should come play next Sunday. I'm not good anymore. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Fuck. We just don't have anybody from our team showing up anymore. Oh, yeah. okay. I should. So like, You're right. I'm pretty sure that they're all just quitting without saying they're quitting. And they're just so we have to like you know what always find people to you know what i will come and graham graham the reason i played basketball graham my my older brother Mm -hmm. what like i've never known somebody to be so dedicated like he would he would literally every single day do basketball practice and stay till 10 p.m in the gym shooting hoops nice it became we we before that our family me and my brothers, we became very addicted to video games. I kept the video game addiction up. He replaced it with basketball at some point. And motherfucker is a good basketball player. So he, I think he would be down. So him and I and you, fuck yeah. yeah. That sounds fun. That sounds okay. fun. Yeah, man. Like, And also, there's so many people that are supposed to be playing on our team and they're all injured because we're all old. We're all in our 30s now, which is pretty much... <laughs> basketball careers are over well basketball it's changing though now because of the science of recovery it's true people it's are true. learning how to push their bodies further like lebron for instance is like in an again an anomaly uh, exactly but anomaly like, he's like he's finally injured after how many years and not playing games consecutive games in a row like first time in a long time there you go so obviously if your body's injured 
it's telling you something. It's like, hey, you're not doing – of course, LeBron James, it's his career, so he has time to focus on recovery. But 16 hours in a day, man. Oh, yeah. 16 motherfucking 16 hours. 16 hours. I got to get a, a workout in today. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mm-hmm. think today is – what is today? Let's do a quick check. Uh, today's legs. Legs. Oh, boy. You're not going to be walking. Well, last week I did the beginner one. And I was, I, it was no problem. Yeah. I was sore as fuck after. Yeah. But I think I'm going to do the intermediate this time nice. just because I, I was able to keep up. I want to, I want to be able to not keep up. Yeah. I want to get to the point where I have to take a, a second because it's done. Yeah. Whereas that one, I was able to do every single rep and keep up completely. So you got to push it. You got to push it harder. Yeah. And I, I also, I need to get on this app that you're doing. Um, my legs, anytime I do a leg workout, it's been a thing in the history of me that like, I'll push too hard always. Mm-hmm. Like I was at the gym, the field house mm-hmm. and there's stairs Yeah, to get up to where the workout area is. So out there with uh Reed, we're doing a super intense workout. I'm like, I push it. I always push it. Yeah. And you're like, don't think anything of it. Just like walk and go on a leave. Take the first step down. I literally fucking collapsed on the stairs. <laughs> I was like, Rita can't walk. <laughs> That's the best, though. It is the best. That's, that only happens the first time. True. And then it doesn't happen again. True. It only happens when you don't use them. True. In that way. I stand, but I don't. I mean, this will be more of a, this is more like a back workout for me right now. Fair. Core. Engage your core the whole time. Okay. And your butt box. That's, everything. That's too much. Now I'm going to start sweating. Engage everything. Like actually doing doing that. I, I got a bead of sweat on my forehead. You just have to imagine it and you're getting work out. Yeah. <laughs> to a point. I know we've, we've gone back and forth on that a lot. But yeah, what are we at, man? Yeah, I'm feeling... Two the, hours. I think I'm feeling the call to... Uh, yep. To call it a day. I think we should call it. Yeah. This has been... Uh, I think the best one I so far. Completely agree. I feel like we're hitting our stride yeah. with this, and just for us to have this conversation, um, I think it's really smart the way we're doing it. That we're doing our podcasts first because we're really getting used to each other and building our energy together, so that when we have a guest, exactly, then we can just build on that, yep. and then it just extends over. Yep, brings them in. Yep. We're just letting the universe know right now yep. what we're doing and and that we're consistent with it. To me, that's the biggest thing is letting the universe or whatever you have as a as a spiritual thing or whatever. I think I think that consistency, whatever that thing is, it reacts to it. So you're doing it every week. That's the way you start to see magic in what exactly. you're doing. Exactly. That's yeah. where the magic happens. Exactly. The persistence game. The persistence game. Yeah. So Monday, Monday, what time? I don't know. Noon or early noon again. Should we do? Let's announce it later. Let's just tell them Monday for now. Okay. So, we'll make, make that decision. And then we'll look through our analytics and yeah. see if we can maybe strategically pick a better time. Yeah. I don't know if we have enough in analytics, but I feel like. Do you want to do the morning one? I feel like either we should do the morning because that pushes me, that challenges me. And I like that. So either first thing when people are getting ready for work or 
first thing when they're done work, I think. Either one of those. Okay. We'll, pick, we'll pick one and tell everybody. I think we'll do morning because we've talked about it and yeah we should we need to try it we just need to try it see if it's a viable option yeah for this podcast absolutely so yeah if you guys enjoyed what you heard and what you saw on this episode please give us a follow give us a like and if you think you, anyone that you know would benefit from this info please share yeah that would be great it will help us grow yeah what we're building here together yeah and yeah like I said before, we now have Instagram, so we can give you updates through that. You can find everything under Singer and uh, the Singer and the Hypnotist, and we do have a website. Yep. Um, we just have to do some maintenance on it, I think, and then yep. we'll get it we'll get it flowing out there. Exactly, and I'm I'm excited to start hearing from our our Spotify and our Apple Podcast listeners and all the other platforms same. that are going to be having us in their ears. Same, same. I'm excited to hear and to hear from them. As well, I just want to let everybody know that um, we will be doing different forms. So, like, this is a two. This is the two-hour version for the people who have time for the two-hour version. But we will also be be breaking down uh, all the little nuggets that we exactly. can find in there yep. to also give people who don't have as much time exactly the compact, both in video and audio format. So, yes. Audio format, obviously, on your favorite podcasting platform. Yep. You'll find us there. Continue to find us there. And if you listen to the entire two-hour or the entire long-form episodes, then you don't really need to listen to the smaller sound bites, the one to ten minute. Unless, or even, you, unless you want the reiteration exact, of it. Exactly, right? because those will be the highlights. And yeah, it'll be something that people can consume in a shorter period of time because yeah. want to be able to... What is it? Cater. 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 Yes. Yeah. Cater to a, a broader yeah. spectrum of people. Yeah. So. Because all I know, I understand there's all forms of people with different amounts of time. And mm -hmm. if, if you're just looking for something to fill uh, some, you know, lots of people watch Netflix. Well, this honestly, this would be a little bit more beneficial in my mind than, than Netflix sitting down and watching this. You'll probably walk away with some good info yeah or you know turn it on turn the volume up set your phone down go make breakfast to make dinner yeah whatever it is and we'd love to hear where you listen to us yes. where you watch us that'd be awesome so you know send us a message send us an email yeah drop a comment somewhere and you can uh, we'll be sure to reply you can email the singer and the hypnotist at gmail.com right yes yeah yeah do we have a twitter yet we don't have a Twitter. We should do that. We should. For, yeah. I, I think the singer and the hypnotist, this is like a side note, is too long for Twitter, yeah. for a Twitter handle. But that's, yeah. a, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. All right. Yeah, man. Thank you guys. That was awesome. This was really awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I got a lot, I got a lot out of this. I did so. too. And I think next time I'll take the mic off the stand Ooh. and try that. I feel like I want I one now. I could just do a 58 and then just be holding it with a cord. With a cord? That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Well, if we did it that way, then we can both just have the same because you have two of those. Yeah, right? I do. Yeah. I like that because I like, to me, standing and doing that, like it's there, there's activation in that. Like you're still like, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. I, Everybody sits down on podcasts. They do. What? I don't know a single podcast where they don't. Yeah, yeah I agree. 
it's definitely odd. I'm sure that it exists. Probably. Because anytime you think of something, generally speaking, it exists. But True. I don't know. Maybe this is the first one. I like <laughs> it. I like it. My body likes it. Yeah. Because when, when your body's grooving, your brain, or when your body's moving, your brain's grooving. There you go. That's what Jim Quick, Jim Quick always says that. I like that. Because your main function of your brain prehistorically is to move your body. So right. if you want to activate your brain, working out, dancing, exactly, whatever. They work in harmony with each other. They do. In balance. So yes. thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Yes. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, guys.